0: Some passion meaning everything that I do, I must come across, you know, with a vibe.
1: Media host and producer of World Music Views, J.R. Watkiss will be taking his exclusive interviews online with the World Music Views podcast. The show that is also aired on TVJ's Entertainment Report will transform into full-length interviews with a number of dance hall and reggae greats. Jr. tells us more.
0: World Music Views is a series that brings you the music of the world, just like the TV chart show where we bring you the top successes of the world in global music. World Music views podcast we have some of the biggest artists in YouTube certainly validated music consumption in the Caribbean community
1: world With music a- views podcast is now available on all streaming platforms
0: Shaggy Mr bombastic oh, my boss. I'm good I'm good I'm good I'm good give I- thanks give. I have to give you a proper a proper setup in you know. I have my jacket <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it, it look presentable like look like a like it look like your mother picnic <laughs> after,
0: after. I've been, I'm very proud of the nominations this year but I'm particularly proud of your nomination
1: oh well thank you thank you thank you very much because it's, you very
0: different. Much. it's different you know but it's still Jamaican music
1: yeah how you feel? How you well, feel? It, um, the concept is a different concept, but the music is still reggae. Uh, you know, obviously, it's uh, that you know I've never been quite done this way before. You know, so um, and that's that's also again stepping outside the box, but still keeping with the tradition of it being uh, reggae music. Uh, it, it was always a tricky, tricky one because of the fact that you can you can play the records and hear distinctively that the music is reggae but lot of those chords are jazz chords and what we have to do was actually you know take out some of those cards to actually keep cosmos reggae that two card reggae uh and you know sinatra songs therefore five cards you know six or seven cards but um you know that's why we have people like Linky and. You know, um, Dean Frears, and you know, myself, of course, dear Richards, you know, a lot of these people who were, were experts at, at really trying to keep it as reggae as possible. You know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, Steve, Steve was very, very keen on that, that it had, it had to have, it had to be reggae. When, when the album dropped, right.
0: You know, my numbers, man. So. I I am looking at the numbers the day the album dropped. I said to Anthony Miller, who who is on TVJ, I said, Anthony, don't watch the numbers for this one. I said, this is a particular one that we're not going to watch the numbers for because there is some genius in this. And he he agreed with me. He said that Shaggy knows the music and the music business where this might be a, a step towards taking reggae music and how reggae soul to the next level was all of that in your mind i'm um, not worried
1: about sell or none of that well if if we were worried about seal we would have went ahead and gone with you know a major label partnership or something like that we 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 definitely kept it ourselves this was this was released on 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 our label um and distributed through through cdb which is 100 independent and we did that because we wanted we wanted to um we did that because we wanted to to keep music and and own um the the, the and own the um the, the master. material the masters and to, to have control of the master and 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 do what we wanted to do with it you know and um i think if we have gone with a major uh, there'd be certain things that we might have to be doing different you know and we wanted to keep the control of it and and it was always gonna be something that we put out that was a catalog slow burn and you know which which is really funny because you, you know i just toured australia and we're we're actually nowhere number two there um right before us when i when i left there um before yesterday so yeah so it, you know it's one of those records where where eventually over over time people will go ahead and and grab onto it so so on the matter
0: of catalog this is what I said to Anthony I said I said Shaggy probably w- ready to sell his catalog and he need a Sinatra songbook in there to, to jazz up the price have you <laughs> sold the catalog yet are you closer but, to selling the catalog
1: the, the, well the, the, the songbook probably wouldn't wouldn't do much of much of what those songs are all cover songs anyway um it 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 probably would do well for it as far as the masters are concerned you know but as far as the 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 actual sales and catalog of it no i don't think it would really help it really help in that sense you know but you know catalog is always good to have and always good to wait for the right time to execute you know and um and have it as part of your 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 repertoire
0: i don't know if you're following the catalog buying there's a girl from jamaica called sharice suarez she's from harborview she got a billion dollars from apollo which is a bank to buy catalogs um mm-hmm. my question to you is are you more akin to selling to a universal than to a, a local player well she's not a local player but she's from jamaica with a billion us
1: in her kitty <laughs> It, it it also depends on. Put it this way: if you are a um a, a a seller of catalog, and you're selling your catalog, it all depends on what you want to do with the catalog. If you're a person you just want to do it just for money, then you, you know you, you take the highest bidder. Who really cares what happens after that? But you can also do it in a deal where you still have control over it. You know where that person would have to tell you. Um, you have a say on what they will do with the catalog once they're once they're trying to monetize it. You know, it all depends on how you write the deal. At the end of the day, um, you know, and most most people have to. When you look at all the hedge fund people that is happening now, you know, music business. You're going to ask yourself, how are they going to monetize it? Because Universal and And one and a couple of these massive companies probably have, you know, the leg up on on monetizing it as far as um, sinks and and stuff like that, and third-party licensing. Maybe a lot of these hedge fund guys um, might not have the know-how to do that, to monetize it best, you know, and that is to be seen. You know, but as you can see, the interest rate is going up, and as the interest rate goes up, multiples get less. I remember
0: you tell me about that the last time we spoke.
1: Right, and as the multiple get less, um, then that number might shift, and at some point, maybe the hedge funds guys might need to partner with Universal or one of these other companies to actually monetize it. So it would oh. be who of who. Uh, at some point if you're selling just to sell with whosoever will and give you the best amount, the, the best price for it. You told me that you're, you have
0: the, the top sinks in terms of Jamaican music, even more than Bob. And I don't know if you saw the article I did yesterday about your song, Bombastic, helping to tell the story of British society in the 90s. You, you should check it out. They, they cleverly put Bombastic in a short moment but it's a moment where the Queen is kind of seeing the transition of British society from, from, from traditional music to, to your music, which went to number one on the British charts. Um, how you get your music in them thing, the boss? How you get your music in a crown, a Netflix, or in, in Cheeto's commercial? You're you're doing it
1: big. Well, that is a show of the power of the brand. You know, because I if I look at you and tell you that I have a special company going out there and looking for it for you or uh, no i don't this is really just the power of the brand the fact that i've been able to keep my brand relevant um over the years remember what they used to say Jamaican name out of sight out of mind so if you keep yourself relevant in the game of, of things then they look and it's just the type of songs that were done um they were timeless songs you know we didn't we didn't use in stick the type of the type of songs that were used we're not the type of songs that is is that was being used at the time in, in 1996 when it was being done you know we we had songs that were built you know stick international and then we built those songs and they became timeless songs You know what i mean you so if I hear some music where you, where you put on a music here, say, Oh, that's definitely from the eighties because I hear the synthesizer. So might be what, what was going here for 10 record at the same zone, you know, from that era. While with us, that wasn't really the case. We had these music the, the, the songs that we used were really, really, really timeless type of songs on all of these songs and the songwriting they were just classic. So there's songs that actually not only did were they huge then, but they tend to grow over, 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 over time. And I can only, have, you know, I, I, I can only attest that to, um, to songwriting, production, um, vocal style, you know, that part makes it what you say, something like, uh, I wasn't me that just keep growing, 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 growing and getting bigger, bigger, bigger as it goes along.
0: But other than your old songs, you're reinventing yourself. It, it's visible. It, it, yeah. I mean, look at those f- other four persons nominated. You're you're you've been in the game longer than even Sean Paul. Sean Paul been around, but you've been in here longer than him, right? And you're there yeah. with Coffee, who's blowing away the place now. All these young guys, and, and Sean's still there, but you're the you have longevity, and you're reinventing yourself. Not with dancehall because you're not there with dancehall. You're not there yeah. with even what a, a regular reggae maker would make. How are you able to reinvent yourself like that? What's the
1: thought process? Well, you know, it's always trying not to cookie cut. Always trying to do something a little better. Or, or you know, I make music selfishly for, for kind of please my own my own taste and hope that that connects and it normally does. But you, it's keeping your finger on the pulse and still being cool. Like every new music, we're older, so I'm listening to them. You know, when when I came go down there i kind of listened to what was going on i want and came with something that was hybrid but yet still still connected with the dancer at the same time i'm probably one of the only artists who can still do that like for instance i'm in the middle of my pop pop things and then and i'd get i actually left universal and uh and went ahead and did a song called church Eated. you know and in doing it i knew i needed to connect to the dancer because i was doing some shows and I the big and the world know me, when I go to Jamaica I'll sing, then people start up and look me myself. I wasn't getting no, no kind of respect at all. So I knew, knew I needed to do something else. And even though it was against what the record company wanted and even my management at the time wanted, I went ahead and I did it. eating and I watched the market and I said, well, being a man I talked about, um, elephant man I talked about dancing, well, I, mean, I really can't dance so well. See, so, you know, kill at the time with it at him i thought about oh, gun money carried really, i am really that it now look believable and then the whole idea came to me with this church and i said oh that is relatable on our level no i just need a clever way to say it and i sat down and i wrote that and we came in at 19 weeks at number one and it is the same thing again when i came back in when people are criticizing me say i'm um, you know i was doing any of these these shows in europe none of the reggae festival and then started you know some of the reggae festival promoters them saying oh well shaggy and the reggae and, them, and then some of them are saying that in jamaica and i'm supposed no white and doing, <laughs> do go to jamaica <laughs> but yeah because i didn't dem i promote them promote them, them reggae, the reggae story in europe and is saying that I am not reggae, I am not the art I am not, and I'm the reason why y'all, some of them even get for building festival. And so I went, I said, okay, I'm not ready I write, and I went ahead and wrote that album. And I said, if you want reggae, I want to go for reggae, then Sly and Robbie. And I, and, and I look at every art, if you look at that album, every artist that is featured and that artist were artists that they were booking on the reggae festival, and not booking me. Because they claim I was a reggae. When they were nominated for a Grammy, it was the biggest selling. And then I and I wrote Fight This Feeling was the first single. And that was a massive number one. Yeah, I've uh, always been able to come back with a dance on record, even if I want. If I, if
0: I make up my mind well, I'm thinking part of the reason they do that is because they love to segment reggae. But you're the best. You're one of the best things to happen to reggae. And definitely, if not the best, for the last 20, 30 years. Numbers I, I, wise, I, you have to check that. Artistically, we have to check. That. Well, I think the reason why they do it,
1: probably a little bit more intricate than that, or strategic than that. If I'm a multi-selling artist, you know, and I'm a multi-selling dancer, a reggae artist, with that title. Eh? No, now that festival going for PME top dollar because I'm spin I am also the guy that is streaming those numbers moving that so if they say that i'm not reggae i'm not dancing that's their upper, there's that's their way to keep me off these festivals so that they can know lowball everybody else because there's nobody else to stand up for it hence why I am because couple couple blood clark the other day because i did a full tour in europe the other day for three months i did two reggae festivals and those two festivals were probably the most difficult ones to do as far as they paid the less, the least they were offering, um, as far as hospitality and treatment, the worst out of all. Of them all. So it, it, funnily enough, if you carry, if you look at me, you know, you notice that I've been starting to step outside of the box of doing reggae shows like the other day, I did a bunch of tours in America. Some of them these days I did with me and TLC. And we did state fairs. Now, state fairs are massive in America. These are money that are earmarked by the states to pay artists. So, say I want to one in um, Wyoming, I might give a number out oh, to me once I want $20,0 000 for a show. Stay free gonna just your No negotiation. They don't care whether you sell a ticket or not because that money is earmarked. Now that is out there for multiple artists. So I ended up doing a couple of these shows. And the woman who was running the show came to me and said, Wow, Shaggy, it's is so amazing. You came out here, you did great. Every in the audience are seeing every single line to your songs you're perfect for these i've been doing this for 30 years and i've never seen you on one of these lucky in residency statewide the point i'm trying to make to you why hasn't they seen it because they have you in these little reggae category and in their mind they feel like well you know shaggy's reggae so he doesn't fit this kind of bill and so the agents them now say well reggae is both less than five percent or even less than three percent of the market share so we are going to put him over there because those those state fairs not going to want him because he's reggae and it should only go think about all of the venues that these reggae artists from chronic to protege is the same venues that dennis brown and Gregory isaac seeing and and those acts have well, I've been doing from back then till now. Same venue. You know? You're expanding the thing. You have to step outside it. You know, when you see go to Australia or any of these places, I'm stepping outside of the box and not just doing the normal thing that them tell we say so we must do. Because the agents are gonna put it there mm-hmm. because they I feel it's safe this person it, so you have to basically say and somebody must them step out of the box and do it for less i'm say okay they might give me a wrong billing. i might sell 10 million what you want i'll come on early or i might sell sometimes I'm, I'm a bigger artist than than the than the artist i'm the bigger artist than the artists who are headlining you know but i am I go ahead and do it. And most of the players just approve a point. You know? Are you, you're teaching people
0: inadvertently, whether you realize or not, you're, you're teaching your peers how to do it. Or not. You, they don't really know the game fully yet. We're trying to do that with the information we we'll put out there. But you're teaching people. With IMC coming up, tell me about that a little. Tell me why you decided you're going to do that and, and what, what's going to happen at IMC.
1: But IMC is our opportunity to gain knowledge and not just the business of music but the music business let me say the business of music you have the business of music which is standard business of music where we well, but there's a music business meaning what is going on right now so might so might not depend textbook so might is a feel of what's going on on the ground and finger and the pulse of what is going on you know and the best way to do that is bring the players in you know some of them are the tasters and, and and gatekeepers you know you're talking people from spotify you're talking people from um youtube you're talking people from sirius xm from iHeartMedia. media you know uh you're talking people from agents agencies you know live nation you know all of these people who can you know people from the grammys can give a better understanding to our artists where it's not just from my mouth because i'm mean I scream screaming from all land now so people probably tired of hearing me say it so let me hear from somebody else now well basically reiterate what me say. said seeing so sometimes some of them people have to hear from some sometimes you get familiar come on, look at me today and tell me when am on say oh yeah you know, so shocking i'm that. So basically, in a not feel name. I feel him for compete against me. I must say, my thing is different. And it's not. You should strive to be with me there and pass me. You understand me? I'm 54. I'm going to retire me. So <laughs> I'm dealing. Right? I'm you, I'm so going to have easy that. Yes, but you have to get that number up there. That way the genre can move. And don't excuse it because you never make my number. And I said, Shag it in there. No, take yourself out there and go and go on it. See, I'm going to show you and help you and give you the tools for that. Oh. And that's what IMC is about. What's the date of IMC, and where? I, well, it, I, I think it's in New Kingston. It, there's a a couple of couple of venues that's it might happen. Oh, it's um, more than
0: one place. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, I think I think I think I think there is the chairman's um, dinner that's why I'm something. So they must keep in touch with the press for kind of figure it out. There will be a lot of press between now and then. Um, detailing how it's gonna be done. There will be performances also. Um, at the same time, from local acts who want to showcase their their talent and what they are doing to some of these people. Hey, I, I just it, get an idea.
0: Years uh, ago, I went to an event, Revolt, in Miami with Puffy. Yes. And one of the key events that happened at Revolt was a boat. They had like a 150-foot yacht. And on yeah. that yacht were everybody in the music industry, Jimmy Iovine, uh Mark Echo, everybody just talking to people, moving around, drinking juice, all of that. Yeah, I think that's a good idea, too, because we're in Jamaica. Let's, yeah. Have a premium package where you know you you go off on a yacht and, and just talk. Yeah. The final yeah.
1: day or something. <laughs> Absolutely. Those are those are things. I think there are different different things that Sharon and Judy has planned to really keep people entertained throughout the whole um week of events. And um, but again, the main thing is to um, is to educate and um you know and let people meet some of these people at uh, uh, first and, and have artists be able to showcase who they are but learn the business at the game yeah
0: sharon told me that you're in um where are you right now i'm in
1: uh flint michigan
0: michigan she say you're you're visiting a prison just had a dinner with prisoners who are graduating and they are you're there to to talk to them that's another arm of of reggae business which which is part of the message you know boss. Like, you're, you're not just... Even though you're not a Rastaman, you're touching people with your, your brand and your music
1: in a different way. Well, you have to remember, say, I think the only time, one of the only times that there's a concert in the prison was done by me. In Jamaica, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, with, of course, um, Sly and Robbie, um, rest in peace, Robbie Shakespeare. Uh, so, yeah, those are angles that we look at. And we're working with... um. With the sheriff association of america uh in in working with prisoners who are and who are trying to better themselves there are programs that are within the prison system that we support in educating um, incarcerated folks you know um, and, and preparing them uh, to, to come up for when they're released they, they, they come back out into the world more educated and, you know, they are talking financial courses and stuff like that and to get them on. So we're working close, close with them in getting that done.
0: That's, that's wicked, man. I like that. Frank Sinatra's songbook. Did you get approval or, or a stamp from
1: the Frank Sinatra estate? We well, you know that once you cover a song, a hundred percent, you don't need, um, you really don't need their permission, you know? Yeah. So, we just kept the we didn't add any lyrics or add anything to it other than just changing the music to reggae you know so we didn't it's, it's a full 100 percent cover as long as a cover just it, it, it so you remember there, there, there are five avenues of of income there's the writer's royalties which okay so you might lose that but then the master the master is yours then you go and get um the own exchange so even if you do a cover the avenues that come to you. Yeah, they might lose the writers' portion, but they're gaining all of them. Listen, all of those Sinatra songs weren't written by Sinatra; they were written by other writers. You know, so people shouldn't be scared to do over songs, son. And the greatest thing is, like, if you look, say, for instance, you do over a song that is popular, you know, say you do over a Michael Jackson song in a reggae. Just remember that when you do that over in reggae, somebody who stream it on Spotify, them stream. The Mike, um, the your the Michael Jackson version. Your version of a pop-up on that.
0: <laughs> it's a way whenever I work with artists who are trying to break in, in New York, especially, I tell them said, pick the song that's popular on hot 97 and do a remix. Yeah. That used to happen back in the days. Yeah. Vibes Cartel yeah. did it, Elephant did it, you did it. Yeah. Everybody yeah. had a like when a DJ play a song, there's a Jamaican version
1: right beside it being played. It's a it's a way to get the Lego in 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 the streaming game so if you do cover some you know it the algorithms might kick in at the same time for the next one from next one i'm putting that position
0: yeah my last question to you is the bombastic collection i asked you about that but i want to ask you bombastic collection has been in the top 10 one two you and bob flipping places every week on itunes and on the billboard reggae albums chart those songs are from your bombastic era and from your hot shot era two things do you still collect money from that or the label own everything
1: and does that help you oh yeah you still, still collect up uh, for them but you remember a lot of those songs were, were samples yeah i mean because we had a king floyd sample in there and in america there was a marvin gaye sample you know what I mean? So, a lot of these, a lot of my catalog, because I was the first. Like, Sean was very lucky in the sense that by the time Sean started to do dance ensemble music and the music, we had already broken the mold open with our with, chat. With, with so, the music, the genre was no popular. The taste is like we right when we were doing it, the genre wasn't popular. So, I had to use samples to get on radio, much like how Bob Marley had to do play. The original Marley songs had to use rock songs, like Chris Blackwell told you. Okay. And so because of that Bob was criticized for not being authentic reggae, as they say, which is ironic now because it is now the blueprint of what reggae music is. But back then he was criticized for making down what they call it, white people watered down reggae. But Chris was smart. That's the only way they could get Bob on, on, on rock radio is by using rock songs. similar to what i did i used samples to get on pop radio because the genre itself wasn't popular and they and you wouldn't get programmed on radio that easy so i had to do 10 times work 10 times harder with 10 times less right and and in some cases get 10 times more um benefit out of it harvey mason told me that
0: 70, 67 albums were submitted for the best reggae album category which other album was in your your peripheral in your view other
1: than yes other than these that were nominated i never I, I i can't tell you that i took a look at it to be honest with you i just you know i know the cut off date and i submitted before and that was it i i never looked at who was when i saw the nominations and come out today i was i i was just a surprise as you you know because i couldn't tell you who was going to come or who was uh, you know i i looked at it just to know who it is just like you know i'm hoping that myself get nominated and you, you were on my
0: list you were on my, my prediction list i didn't i i was at a if with it because it was a cover album and a cover has never won before so i was like Hmm.
1: Well, no, it has. It has. Um. You be forty. bunny Wheeler did over Bob Marley songs, and he won. And he won. Right. But that's the year when we did that girl. We lost. We lost the bunny Wheeler with uh, with Maxi Priest that year. Uh. When we did that girl was a massive. Was the number one song. Massive, massive song. We we absolutely thought it would be a sweep because we had Boom Busty the year before, and then we came out and I was like, all right, we had that girl. We're gonna take the place. I you know. It was on every radio in America it was a top 10 record and wheeler won it for covering Marley songs <laughs> that's nice
0: that, that's a good I uh, thank you for that info I'm, I'm gonna do a story on that you know I'm gonna yeah. a story, a cover so so you never people are saying massacre should have been up there um and I was thinking because massacre is an independent album but your album independent
1: too
0: yeah so I, don't don't it, well, I don't think
1: it I don't I don't think it along to independent either. You know, and then you have to really think down, you have to hope that you have to hope that people actually submitted these records within within the time. Or sometimes you might say an album will come out, but you don't know that whether the person did submit before the date the cut out the internet or you not. Know? Yeah. If remember that Hatchot, as big as shot was, Hatchat was never nominated for a reggae. Why? Because Why? we missed the Because. Because Hot remember Hotshot took a whole year to be to be done. Hotshot come out in you know, it. And it's a whole year after before wasn't me it. Remember we had two singles that came out first, you know, that flop. We had um hope, that flop. We had dance and show that flop. Right? And it wasn't until a radio station started play, wasn't me, which was almost, you know, you come out like but that's about April or so, I think it did come out can't remember when the release was what was the mean about it until down in the winter going into so the label just didn't submit it because the albums are and hope, hope,
0: hope the, never flopped, by the way hope has been my mantra yeah <laughs> my whole high school after,
1: anthology and, and, and you know and to be to, to be fair with you you know record companies can submit but if you have a manager that have it, that that is on top of things, they would have made sure that it is you know because okay we we submitted the, the the um this album and my manager made sure that we did it before the cutoff of So it all depends on who was in charge at the time, you know. Um, and and you know I just don't think they were experienced enough to to really put it in before the time, and so we miss it. And so even though Acha was the biggest record in, as a dancehall record in the world, we had no nominations because it wasn't submitted. So Harvey that, said, that, was a, that was a fall in, 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 in management at that time so, and record company at the time.
0: Another thing Harvey said was there might be, with your help, everybody's help, a dancehall category. Are you willing to champion that cause?
1: I mean, it would be cool, you know, To separate the two um it also will be harder (laughs) if you think about it um so but i think it would be cool i think it would be cool i mean they're trying to champion an afrobeat category now which i think they'll probably end up end up doing anyway uh so yeah you know i i i don't don't say anything wrong with that i think it should be separated mr
0: bombastic fantastic the girls them lover lover
1: Big up Thank you so much. Want to about you, know. I always said it, I said it to Sharon. I say, you know, I like to listen to him. That's a man just don't talk it. The man they check them facts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. And I, I, facts. <laughs> and I love that boy. And I, I tell you, continue to it because sometimes you say it and people don't like to hear you say it. But them can't just be them can't sit down there and just about the messenger. See, because especially if the message is real the message might not be what they would like to hear right but when you come with facts and numbers you know you might say some things and you know people are got one of them, and one of them say what mother say. but you always come with the facts and i listen sometimes you're one of my go-tos to listen to to kind of Keep my fingers. I tears makeup on it. I see it through the crowd. Of course, I'm. I'm looking at the same charts that like you are, and looking at the same, um, looking at the same numbers that you are doing to keep up, keep your finger on the pulse. But I applaud you for doing that and continue to man. deliver, regardless of how much you'd be criticized, because it will come. With some criticism.
0: Oh, it come. It come all the time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but and, uh, well, you know, we can. We at will we know where we are and if we sit down there and have this illusion that we're doing so great we won't put the effort out i i go out here and do every song every day in every country like me as an artist or just boss. i'm a a dj like at the last time i dj and that has been because i've never been comfortable even with the success that i've had i've never been comfortable i love that
0: reggie i love that yes i love that (laughs) I'm Shaggy Rich. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. yeah, to keep yeah. Going. <laughs> Congrats right. on the nomination, Bridget. And we'll talk. Right.
1: Thank you, sir. All right. Yo, 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 this is Shaggy, and you're watching World Music Views. Yeah, large. Stay tuned.
0: And that's it for World Music Views. Follow World Music Views on Instagram and Facebook. And follow me at JR Watkins on Instagram. I'm JR.